Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then... Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. It's Fightful's The Hump with uh, Jimmy Van and Sean Ross Fightful.com What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp. Welcome to Fightful. Welcome to The Hump for November 8th, 2023. We've got plenty to talk about. And then right after that, we're going to FightfulSelect.com for the list goes on. We've got Jimmy Van here with us who, uh, as I went on the air, I saw this wonderful tweet that was sent to you. Quote, Jimmy Van 74, you are the worst fucking account, dumbass. How are they on the same level? I don't even know what that's about. What are they talking about? About how you were like, you know, Hobbs should have the mentality that AEW and WWE are on the same level. He should. He should. He should. Yes. Like, do you oh, want to do you want to work for a company and you're like, yeah, we suck? Listen, no. uh, I I think that, you know, a lot of other wrestling news sources are great. Wrestling news sites are great. I will constantly scream at the rooftops. I think that Fightful is the best, period. I don't care about, like, web traffic or anything like that. We are the best. That's how everybody should feel. Or or you hope that they feel when they are a part of your company. I agree. Or they believe that you could, could be there or something mm -hmm. like that. But I would, if I was Tony Khan, I'd be giving him props for that. There you go. Like that's what you well, want. You want that from your employee. I, I, I have no anybody that shits on that. You're just a WWE loyalist. Like, come on, seriously. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give our audience props. You guys showed out for the super chats and humper chats on the Monday post show and the NXT show. 
Uh, we want to say thank you to that because the, the winter months, the fall months are kind of down months for subscriptions and the like. So you can get your super chats and humper chats in right here. YouTube.com slash Fightful and humperchats.com if you're in the humping mood. And, you know, even if you're not in the humping mood, listen, it's a good way to get them in before we go on the air. Uh, but if you like this type of stuff, maybe you watch the show after the fact and you're like, damn it, you know what? I'd still like to get questions in here and there. I do a Q&A show every single week on FightfulSelect.com. It's the best $5 in the business, best $54 a year in the business, whatever that may be. But uh, Grapsity also does one every other week. When I am traveling the week of WrestleCade, I am going to do a CM Punk FAQ and Q&A in text form. So anything you want to know about that, we got you covered, but get your super chats, get your humper chats in. We've already got a bunch, but uh, Jimmy, how you doing? I'm doing good, man. This is going to be an episode that I enjoy because I have a lot of business stuff to talk about. You know, I dig that. Yeah. And uh, it just so happens timing wise, there's a lot of business stuff happening. Uh, so it's going to be an interesting show. Yeah. Let's get into some of these uh, super chats. Van Twinblade says, who cares about the Fed? We have something more important. Reg and Mike got Dan the dad for Indy tonight. Glory Pro whiteboard guy is hyped. Well, listen, uh, I think that Mike and Reg do incredible work on Indy. I always look at people who do shows for us and they go out and they seek their own interviews and exclusive uh, content and stuff like that. And that's why I like a lot of the creators here at Fightful. Greatest of all time says that Jimmy got an important announcement tonight. Oh, boy. Do you? No, but we're going to talk about that. <laughs> and is, is Brock Lesnar a UFC Hall of Famer? Yes, 100% he is. Absolutely. absolutely. He's, he's, he's probably still to this day one of the biggest draws they ever had. Absolutely. And we have a lot of uh, <clears throat> a lot of a, uh, super chats from Tony P. He says, curious about some things with tonight's AEW card. Crazy to see the amount of talent that would naturally be promoting it and celebrating like uh, this is uh, AEW and this is what we as talent expect. I think tonight is going to be a major pivot point for AEW and how they do Dynamite, especially. I don't know about Collision or Rampage, but you see the quality of matches. MJF and Daniel Garcia are going to have a killer match. You are seeing matches that appeal to the core fan base of AEW fans, which is what I think that AEW should be appealing to, is people who a few years ago said, damn, WWE ain't too hot. We need something else. Because right now, WWE's very hot. And you got to appeal to your core base in that sense. When you say uh, you think there's going to be a pivot, what do you mean by that? I think that it's going to be more wrestling and less sports entertainment, but I don't mean that in a way that eradicates sports entertainment. Interesting, interesting. Well, um we're going to talk later on about some AEW stuff and like the flare news and, and stuff that we, it does seem like have some more. Yeah. It, it does seem like they have kind of uh, soured their devoted base a little bit. So we'll get into the weeds on that in a bit. Yeah. A reminder guys, this is a largely super chat humper chat driven show. It says also curious to know if this card tone change was genuinely caused by the online disapproval of the product lately. I would suggest so. And I've heard, you know, the rumors of meetings and stuff. And when I asked, I asked Tony and he was like, I have meetings every week. Okay. Uh, but he says, was it fussing from talent behind the scenes at TK or is it another thing settling in the next year, which TK usually does? 
I am of the belief that they're getting more into the spirit of what AEW was. That's my personal belief. And then Tony says, Ricky said, or Tony P not Tony Khan says, Ricky said he directed that mocks Eddie post barbed wire vignette reminded me of when someone said, I think Aubrey, uh, many people in AEW wear many hats. Yeah. Like orange Cassidy is a producer. Uh, QT Marshall does a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, that has me remembering that Sunny said she did some BTS stuff for the Lucha Brothers entrance. I uh, would love to learn about what other unique things wrestlers do for the company or each other that we don't know about. Oh, I mean, there's a lot of them that help with directing or producing segments or giving ideas. I'll work on that. I'll ask around. Like um, Ethan Page produced a match one time. Like there's a, a whole lot of, of stuff like that that ends up uh, going down. Uh, fan Twin Blade says, no, Jimmy in the weeds is on overbooked very clever very clever but meet normus is excited obviously he loves the meat says he'll need a wellness check after samoa joe keith lee i already have meat sweats will the roh title leave the sirloin beef division and what about a women's match i don't know about that but i don't think the roh title is leaving that division but before we get into the business talk jimmy a lot of Will Ospreay talk. Nicholas says, where do you think he ends up? Where do you think he should go? Jonathan Corona says, Seth versus Ospreay, that's a mania match. Well, it definitely is. And I, I'm interested for your take, Jimmy, because I have said, and I even said this to Rocky Romero just shortly, I think Will Ospreay is one of the most intriguing free agent talent in years because with a lot of people, like if Kenny Omega and the Bucks were going somewhere, they were just going to WWE. Uh, they, if they were leaving AEW, same with Cody, same with Jade, same with a lot of other talent. Will has interest from TNA, WWE, AWROH. Obviously, if he wanted to make himself an indie talent and work different places every single weekend, he'd be booked every weekend. But also, New Japan can say, well, you can also stay here and work MLW, TNA, AEW, and CMLL and the indies all you want. He's got more options than maybe any free agent in recent memory, Jimmy. Yeah, and uh, to me, he is maybe next to Kenny Omega. He's probably the most intriguing free agent to me because he can go in the ring, but he's got presence too. And and you know, I'm a, I'm a really big fan of presence, character, promo work, all of that because everybody can go in the ring. Maybe not quite at the level of an Osprey or Omega. But this yeah. day and age, everybody can go in the ring. What makes you different is when you have that other those other elements to your game, and Will Ospreay has that. I can't speak for the guy because I haven't talked to the guy. I'll be shocked if he doesn't sign with AEW. And again, yeah, I know I know too. that that's saying something because like Cody left AEW, and I I, I at the time didn't think that that was mm -hmm. possible because he was one of the founding fathers of AEW. I'll yeah. be shocked if Will Ospreay doesn't sign with AEW because lots of reasons. I mean, like you just said, he's got the opportunity to work for different promotions. WWE, he won't have that opportunity. Plus, even though he said he's willing to relocate to the U.S., I think Tony would be more, would be more flexible in terms of letting him spend more time in Europe. Whereas WWE, you're on the road. There, there's your three, four shows a week, uh, mostly However, in the U.S. Yeah. NXT so. Europe. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, did you, like, Have we heard anything about a timeline on that? I think next year. I think the, it was supposed to. We were supposed to get info this fall, but unfortunately, the merger slowed things down, as Shawn Michaels told us. But I think next year, and that would line up uh, pretty, pretty well. Mike the Jeweler <laughs> says, "SRS and Boss Man Van, how's it going? Let's get ready to hump." Serious question for SRS. CM Punk to WWE? I don't think so. I don't think so. I got to tell you. Go I got to tell you. Sorry to cut you off. I feel for you sometimes, Sean. 
Sometimes I do. And you know, sometimes your sometimes your social media content, you kind of bring it on yourself. But this one, I feel free. In you. in what situation? Uh, in what situation? I don't do want to get it into myself? it. I just I just I'm I'm very open to hearing this because I will say this again. Anytime you look at my social media and you go, man, Sean's a dick. I want you to look at the quote tweet or look at the reply that happened before it. Because 100% of the time, it is somebody being disrespectful, an asshole, feeling way too comfortable, being outright wrong, or lying. That's so any, anyway, the reason I feel for you is you never, to my knowledge, ever said CM Punk is not going to WWE. Correct. You never said that. And anybody watching this, even because, you know, sometimes you got your haters because you're successful, right? So anybody watching this, if you don't even like Sean, he never, ever once said CM Punk is not going to WWE. All he said is what he was told, which was there's no deal. They're not talking. And a matter of fact, I think you went so far as to say that doesn't mean that he's not going to show up at some point. Dakota Kai got hired the day before she showed up. I go. spoke to Karrion Cross. On a Monday, this is a story I haven't told before. So after the little Billy Batty thing at StarCast, the next day, Karrion Cross had a run-in with him. At that time, Cross was a free agent. And then I spoke to him the day after that. And I said, so you get that WDB call yet? Because we were we were exchanging Billy stories. He's like, no. And he was sincere in that. And I said, oh, well, you're gonna. He hadn't even got the call yet on the Monday when he showed up on a Friday on SmackDown. That's how quickly things move. WWE, and this is my pinned tweet. Someone said, I honestly don't think you're saying anything prevents him from showing up. Your reporting is what you're hearing now. I think you've made it known that if they want him, he's likely going to be there. To which I replied, correct. WWE feels if they want CM Punk, they can have him. However, WWE higher-ups have told myself and talent that they don't want him right now. They aren't in talks. And I said, it's wrestling. Anything could happen. People like to play pretend and choose their own adventure on objective reports. Now, CM Punk has since told people close to him that he isn't going to Survivor Series. He's not going there. And I know people are saying they're keeping it a secret. Why would they tell you? Listen, they told me Randy Orton wasn't going to be at SummerSlam. They told me Bray Wyatt wasn't going to be around in the spring. I asked, I found out about Goldberg returning multiple times. Multiple times they confirmed reports of that. Sometimes they want it out there, sometimes they don't. But what I have never experienced from a WWE higher up is an outright lie. And let me tell you, I've tried to catch him in a few. It just hasn't happened. That's not the way the relationship with media and, and any company really works. Because they want to be able, like, if if they want their press releases run and stuff like that, they want the ability for the press to release those. There are things they will omit, things that they won't say, anything like that. But I have seen some pretty special humans over oh, over boy. the last couple of days, over the last couple of days, who have said, "What's the day of the Survivor Series? Like November twenty fifth or something?" They've yeah. said after November twenty fifth. There's going to be some journalists whose careers are really going to legacies on the line. It's so said. silly. It's so silly, man. Listen, listen, legacies on the line. I got an eight year contract guy, but you I never said, you. you never said he's not going to all you. It's just so silly. It's so silly. Well, listen, what guys, theoretically speaking, 
you might want to go ahead and mute me on November 25th. Hot Bob Metal Houston says, what's the update on Cena and WWE? And do you see Cena breaking Flair's record? No, I don't see Cena breaking Flair's record. I don't think that they'll have him win the world title ever again, Jimmy. He has been so unselfish on this run. Yeah. Shockingly unselfish on this <laughs> yeah. run. And uh, how can you not respect that guy? That guy can call the shot, Sean. If he, if he went in there and told Hunter, I'm going over solo. Yeah. And guess guess what? He's going over solo. He went out there and had solo annihilate him. And this is after he'd already lost to freaking Austin Theory at WrestleMania. And Austin Theory now is getting beat by everybody. But John Cena put him over because he knew that that's what they wanted from him. This has been such an unselfish run. I have so much respect for that guy, man. He and, called uh, that spot. So I'll tell you what the funny part about Crown Jewel was. <laughs> he takes like the second or third spike, right? And then you see him on the ground like this. Hey, here is the next spot. <laughs> and the funny thing is, the next spot is just another spike. Like how, first off, how didn't they know that ahead of time? Second off, he couldn't have just said, spike me again like that. That's what I found funny about all that. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then... Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.
But you know what? We're about to get rolling on a bunch more Super Chats, Humper Chats, and and a big talking point. So we're going to go ahead and hear from Nord real quick. I'm traveling a lot, and when you travel, you got to protect your data. you got to protect your privacy online. NordVPN.com slash Fightful allows me to do that, allows me to browse safely and securely. When you go to an airport, when you go to an arena, a restaurant, a hotel, you're usually connecting to that unsecured Wi-Fi, which leaves you susceptible to having your data stolen, any, any number of things taken from your private connection or what should be your private connection. NordVPN.com slash Fightful makes it a private connection with the fastest VPN in the world, a 30-day money-back guarantee, and a ton of other features in addition to that peace of mind that you get when you can browse safely and securely. And I'm talking all your devices. Surface Pro, laptop, desktop, PC, smart TV, router, phone, whatever you're taking with you, NordVPN.com slash Fightful will add extra layers of security to your digital life. You can get a password manager, a file encryption tool. Be safe. Be smart. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Uh, as we went to that ad break, I just want to say we got a monster super chat. And thank you so much, John Taylor. $1 for every percent of the time some idiot deserved a chewing out from SRS. Fightful is on its own level. Keep up the good work. And I will, I will say this again. I understand there are some people who don't like my Twitter conduct. They say I'm thin-skinned. I will never, ever deny that. But I want some media literacy in this. Like I, And it's not just wrestling. It's all over Everything. the place. Yep. Every it's 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 all over the place. It's in football, it's in uh baseball, it's in Everything. all that stuff too. Yep. But I want some media literacy. Like you don't get to decide what I reported. And also, I'm real goddamn good at my job. I'm very 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 good at it. And I'll point you to an example. Had a whole lot of people trying to pack me up over this stardom bullshit the other day. One, because the writer uh screwed up the name of the company. Whoop-de-doo. It was an error. It was immediately fixed. But then stardom now deleted their tweet because AEW and New Japan hit them up like, uh, no, we did send Megan Bain, as Sean Ross Sapp reported. And I know that because I got calls from New Japan and AEW about that the other day. Uh, we, we care very, very much about the accuracy of what we report and the fairness of what we report. And uh, I promise you, if you're not a jerk to me, I won't block you or be mean to you. Pretty simple. Uh, Solo will be a future world champion, in my opinion. I don't think he's there yet. Not yet. He's still, yeah. He feels yeah. like he's really young, but what is he, late 20s? Yeah, and I'm not ready to say future world champion yet, but I understand why some people feel that. Jason McGill says, any updates on location for Revolution? No, but I am trying to find out. And James Stallings says, Punk can go to WWE if he wants, as long as his egotistical ass stays away from AEW, I'm good. Listen, I, I would love to see him do something. I would love to see him do something. And New Age Assholes says, hope TNA managed to get some steam behind them. I would go all in on CM Punk. I would try to, I would pay him a good amount of money to make like 15 to 25 appearances throughout the year. And that if, listen, if you can't make it work with him, I don't know. I don't know how you can make it up. I don't know how you can do it, but Oh man, we got a bunch more super chats and humper chats, but let's let's get into the business talk, Jimmy. And Matt Hennessy dropping this big one here says, "Do you think Endeavor gets rid of Vince within the next six months? Took him out of creative, have thrown him under the bus multiple times. Uh, to me, from an outsider looking, that's the way it feels. Things are headed. Well, Jimmy, 
you were sort of um, Nostradamus in, in your <laughs> assessment of how this stuff would play out. Uh, we're going to uh, let you take your victory lap again because, I yeah. mean, there, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Post a home run GIF or something like that on, on Twitter. But it has happened thus far almost exactly as you had laid out that it would happen. Yeah, it, it looks like they're looking to take steps to remove him as chairman. That's what it looks like. Uh, now, I, I want to say one thing with the latest SEC filing, because I saw some places report that there were two new sections in that, and there was actually one new section in that. One of them they'd filed in September. But let me kind of break it down. So the latest SEC filing that Endeavor filed uh, for, for Q3, there was a couple of things related to Vincent Mann in there. One was about how um, there is an adverse impact uh, that future allegations and investigations could have on business performance. That I think was the new one where they're basically saying, you know, this man being around that could impact uh, our, our business. If there's another allegation, the other one had to do with his membership on the board and how it could have adverse financial uh, impact. That one they had put in the August filing. So that one wasn't new. They had said that before. One thing I want to say is I don't know about the provisions in the paperwork when they did the merger. I don't know if there's anything in there protecting Vince from a board vote before a specified period of time. And there's a thing called the AOA. It's the Articles of Association that a company like Endeavor would have that's got the rules and regulations in there with respect to internal, uh, internal affairs. I don't know anything that might be in there, but it sounds to me like they are planting the seeds for a board vote. That's what it looks yeah. like. And if uh, they do a vote and if Vince gets voted out, he does not have majority control to get back in this time. And people are confused on that because he had majority control of WWE, but he doesn't have majority control of the TKO. Endeavor does. So if he gets voted out as chairman, he's he's done. And it sounds like that's where they're headed. Um, I don't know. You have anything else you want to add, Sean? No, I mean, this. I think that you have said virtually everything that could be said about this well before it even happened like well before it even happened there's not really a lot more i can provide on that but uh van twinblade says anything you want the board <laughs> on the board for shaza november 19th uh yeah just just let her know that i'm i'm gonna beat her ass i'm, I'm gonna get off the couch cold and i'm gonna pin her and cold 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 not, <laughs> not having done anything never have trained or anything like that does Batista use Blue Chew? Uh, I hope he uses Blue Chew in the code Fightful. Have you heard any names that will join EO and Kyrie? Do you think that will bring uh, names outside the company to join them? No, I've not yet. Um, I've heard of one possibly in the company that I can't really say because it's not nailed down. I don't want people to run wild on it. But um, it's what I heard was at least interesting. Interesting. Mr. Acosta says, no disrespect to Osprey. I feel like AEW is kind of going the easy way out. Feels like with the WWE and the incline they're on, that's a better option. Well, I mean, you could certainly see it that way. But for Will Osprey, you don't know what schedule, location, and freedom, money really is weighed for. And if AEW gets a new TV deal, they're going to be opening up those checkbooks an, an awful lot. I think financially it'll be a wash. And, and there, there's certain, there's certain talent and, you know, you can disagree with me or agree. I think you'll agree. There's certain talent that I think Tony perceives to be more valuable than WWE. And yeah. even though WWE, I think sees the value in Osprey, Tony, and I don't mean to be disrespectful. Sometimes he treats the wrestlers like baseball cards 
Got it, need it, got it, got it, need it, got it. I think that he values Osprey more than WWE, and so he's going to do what he can. Financially, I think it'll be the same. So I agree with you. I think Osprey, he's the type of artist um, that I think likes to have different canvases, if you know what I mean, and, uh, yeah. and and would like the opportunity to work for different companies. Did Maddie Rinkowski get signed after her tryout? I have asked. I don't know yet. I will find out. If she doesn't get signed by WWE, I think she's going to get signed by somebody. She is surefire, in my opinion. Any guesses on the rest of the Survivor Series card? Guessing we see the Bloodline and the OC along with Logan Paul U.S. title, maybe Women War Games. I would love to see Bloodline and OC, but I don't even know if Roman's working that. Logan Paul will be def- yeah, Rob- Ro- Logan Paul will be working that show. I think they should do one more games a year, whether or not it fits, because I think that adds more to it than doing two, Jimmy. I hope that okay. So we're gonna we might as well ask. I'll ask you this question now. So Judgment Day against Cody and the guys. So it's probably gonna be five on five. That means that they had to add. They have to add one more to each side. You think it's Drew McIntyre on the Judgment Day side because it looks like they're hinting at that. And then who would be on the babyface side? Sure, would be the. Oh, interesting. That'd be interesting. Now, if they do this, do you think when Survivor Series is done, enough of this Judgment Day, Cody, Sammy shit? Yes, I think this is the end of it. I think Sweet. this is the end of it. Sweet. Well, I that think. would be amazing. Okay. Good. I think. Good. Uh, we've got <laughs> a lot of stuff regarding TV deals that we're about to uh, just go ahead and get into. But BL says, what purpose does TKO to have to keep Vince on? His roles have been reduced dramatically, and TKO's SEC statement didn't shine on him in the brightest of light. Now, this is, this is true whether or not it happened uh, recently or, or back then, either way. So to answer that, that's how they got the deal. Yeah. So they, they got the deal by promising Vince that he was going to be around. That's why they were kissing his ass on in that interview. That That's how they got the deal. But now that they got the deal, again, like I said, I don't know what provisions there might be. I'm sure that Vince's lawyers protected him to a degree. So I, I don't know what provisions there might have been. But uh, um, I think they did what they had to do to get the deal. And now I think they're planning the seeds to boot him out. That's just how it looks. Jimmy Van greater than Miss Cleo. Call him now. She was a fraud. So I hope so. Big time fraud. So am I, according to Twitter. Uh, Crazy 101 says, who do you think is under the devil mask? Adam Cole is who I think is under the devil mask. Interesting. I would love it if it was something different like Brit. I think think they will play it out until Cole is back, and then it'll be him. Interesting. Last one, Alpha One is back, baby. I am so excited about that. Very, very happy for Ethan Page bringing back Alpha One. Glad GTA 6 is finally happening. I saw somebody tweet, really? So soon after GTA 5? Because it's been 10 years. I saw Brian Daniels, WWE champion, when 5 came out. Yes. Yes, he was. And that was before the WrestleMania moment. Was it? Yes. Really? Uh, Here's an interesting one. Brian Dragon says, hey, Sean and Jimmy, how likely could you see Priest cashing in money in the bank during... The War Games match. It'd be a completely new way to do a cash-in. Judgment Day could have the advantage getting up on Seth, and he could cash in before War Games officially begins. I feel like that would be overbooked, but I kind of like the idea because it's so different, Jimmy. It's, it's, it is different. I mean, they got to get a referee in the ring. Yeah. Uh, unless, like, they, they suggested before War Games. I wouldn't do it before War Games because then you're going to take mm-hmm. the shine off War Games. It'd have to be towards the end or at the end. But yeah. uh, that's very diff- that's definitely different. But you got to get a referee in the ring unless they do it after war games and use the same official. 
Let's talk TV. We got a lot of people interested. Chris saying, did NWA cost their own selves the TV deal? KE775 says, were you surprised NXT left NBCU? Do you think Raw is headed to a new network? Trey Sherman says, chances Disney picks up Raw, puts it on FX, wraps the WDB network into Hulu. There is an awful lot going on here, Jimmy. NXT to CW after it was reported that CW had interest in NWA. Uh, my belief is that they were like, listen, if we can get something premium like NXT, which is premium numbers for significantly less money than they would have to pay a lot of other people for that month, for those numbers, they probably had, well, you know, NWA would get a fraction of that, but it would also cost a fraction of that. If anything at all, it could have been, you know, a barter deal, uh, if anything. I think the NBA TV rights are going to have a major impact on whether or not USA Network picks up Raw, because if they don't get the NBA, well, that opens things up. If WBD loses the NBA, that opens their budget up. FX should be a very desired location for uh, a wrestling company because of the element of how many homes it's in. That's a big benefit for, for CW as well. It's in way more homes. WDB remains on network TV. They remain on cable TV. Could we see Raw end up on a streamer or something like that to cover all platforms? Hope not. I'm I'm interested to hear what you have to say about this, Jimmy. And well, and, and he says any predictions from Jimmy on the AWWBD deal as well. So let me ask you first, right out of the shoot, is there any truth to the notion that the CW was going to do a deal with the NWA and then Billy Corgan made the really wise move to have James Mitchell snort cocaine on pay-per-view before they announced it? Is there any truth to that? I can tell you that is 100% why we are not on the CW network right now, Jimmy. I'm right. sorry. Right. That's we were going to be on there next to One Tree Hill and and the Wayans brothers, but unfortunately <laughs> now we are not. But um I WDBB has been in talks with CW for months. So okay. that deal was already rolling. It was on the table. Okay, cuz if if there's any truth to that Billy Corgan is the dumbest promoter maybe in the history of pro wrestling. If I, if there, you're there like were trying multiple to multiple NWA wrestlers that reached out like man, what the hell? I mean, like if you're about if you're, that spot and the CW deal, sorry to interrupt. Yeah, no, but like, I, I understand the notion that it's pay-per-view and that you got more flexibility on pay-per-view, but when you're trying to impress a new potential television partner, what are you doing? That's the stupidest shit it's so dumb. to book that when you're trying to, anyway, um, for, for what purpose too? to pop themselves to do right. something. I mean, listen, it got them on, it got them to go viral on Twitter. Not in a good way. But I, yeah. And Listen, the the Tyrus thing did a lot more negative publicity than good, in my opinion. But then I got people like Matt Cardona that'll be like, you know who our most selling figure is ever? He's like, it's it's Tyrus by right. by far. You right. never know what could be because of the Fox right. News stuff too. It is, it is because of that platform. Right, that's right, why. Right. Yeah. But I mean, that's why they did that as well. And I don't agree with it. Yeah. But. So I, I want to break down the NXT deal because I want to see if you have any insight into this because the numbers sure. are all over the place. So basically yesterday was TK, uh, TKO Group's first quarterly earnings report since they merged or since they formed. And as part of that, they announced NXT is moving to the CW starting October next year. It's a five-year deal. Here's where things get confusing, Sean. 
so WWE has not announced the financial terms yet of this deal, right? Deadline yesterday reported that USA Network is only paying $15 million a year right now. That's what Deadline reported. And they said that the new deal is more than double that deal. So WWE told me as well, double. And I know a lot on the call, they said 70%. Ari did. Ari yeah. did. Yeah. So when, when I asked, I was told, well, it, a lot of things that aren't factored or guaranteed effectively double the deal is what WWE claims. Okay. Well, Ari said 70%. So if you if you go based on that 15, because the 15 seems low, but if you go based on that 15, that would mean the new deal is worth 25 and a half mil a year based on the 70%. But then Sports Business Journal reported that WWE is currently getting between 30 and 50 million a year. And that's even a, a, a decent gap, but they're saying 30 to 50 million a year. So then if you add that 70% to that, that means the new deal would be between 50 and 85 million. So when you look at the low and the high, 25 million on the low end, 85 on the high end, that's a significant gap. Have you heard, have you gotten any clarity on the number? Because no, it's just so all yet. over the place. Okay. And even people in WWE on the talent side have heard uh, like a lot of different things about the number. Okay. Okay. Now in terms of streaming, uh, obviously the CW has Paramount Plus. But I think that the streaming rights are separate if I'm if if I'm not mistaken. So I think mm -hmm. that NXT is going to remain on Peacock until WWE signs their next uh, streaming deal. Uh, do you have insight on that? Can you confirm that? So uh, sorry, you cut out a bit towards the end of that. They'll they'll be signed where? I think that the the streaming rights for NXT are remaining on Peacock because I think it's separate. It's part of the WWE streaming. Yeah, I think it's a I think it's a different thing. But I mean the the NXT stuff. Do you mean like next day? For whatever they're NXT. doing on NXT right now on Peacock. I think it's next oh, day the, right the, now. Just right? the PLEs. Just the yeah. PLEs is what they're doing. Yeah, the PLEs are a completely separate package. WWE, I mean, especially under Nick Khan, is honestly, they're brilliant monetizers. They looked at the WWE network and what it was doing, and they said, let's just sell everything individually. NXT's on the WWE network. Let's sell it to USA Network and then to CW. They looked at the PLEs, and they're like, Let's just sell it to Peacock. The library, let's sell that to Peacock. But then they looked at the documentaries as well and said, you know, why don't we just stop producing them ourselves and sell those to A&E as well? It is. It has been a brilliant monetization pattern in which they have employed over the past five or six years. It has just been really, really good to take one revenue driver and split it up into three or four and then still have some stuff left over to add in whenever they need it to increase their their YouTube profile and social profile. I mean, they're making money off Twitter now, too. Who knows how much money they're making off of Twitter right now based on their engagement, engagement. and interaction? Like, yeah, and these are constant revenue drivers for them. And, and part of me almost believes the $15 million number. Because yeah. when they put NXT on USA, they did it to compete with Dynamite. Like that was the that was the catalyst. So it wouldn't surprise me if USA was like, "Well, we really don't want to," and they're like, "Just throw a number at us," kind of. Yeah. Thing. Well, that so. that's what I, what people in WWE were telling me. They're like, "Not only was this revenue that we didn't have five years ago, it was a cost to us then." Right. They're like, "It costs us money to produce this and to have the talent and all that on there." Right. Like this is, I love the element of what's going to happen with these deals. Uh, Nicholas Climont says they have to announce Orton before Survivor Series. I think they'll announce the fifth member before Survivor Series. 
K775 says, think we see any more NXT calls before 2024 to join the creeds. I was thinking maybe Roxanne, Blair, Bate, and Carmelo's possibilities. I think Carmelo after the trick uh, feud will will come up. Yeah, I, I think that he will. Man, Mike the Jeweler, which who, by the way, also said, um, is it possible for WWE on WBD and AEW to USA? No, I don't think AEW is going to be on USA because they have SmackDown. So WWE, now the interesting thing is Warner does have a minority interest in CW. So that's that's an interesting aspect as, as well. Let's tackle but, uh, this. Let's tackle that for a minute. So on, sure. on the earnings call yesterday, Ari Emanuel mm-hmm. was asked about Raw because like that's that's the big one for them. And he said that they uh, are in discussions for a renewal. They said the discussions are active. He said they're talking to multiple linear and streaming partners. He said a robust process is expected. Mm-hmm. And then Dave Meltzer reported that FX, FX Network USA and Warner Brothers are the most likely places for Raw to end up. And you just kind of uh, noted what I was going to say that I think a lot of it depends on where the NBA rights go, but uh, this is an interesting one. And it it kind of ties back a little bit into AEW as well, because AEW, they don't have a new rights deal in place with Warner brothers yet. And they're in their window too, because I think their current deals at the end of next year. So they're in their window. Plus AEW has struggled. Like their ratings this year are down year over year. Collision is struggling. They're down in the key demo. So it's an Saturday interesting night's thing. just a bad night for wrestling. And it, it is, is a bad a night. Bad it is. Night. I agree. I agree. But Dynamite's down year over year as well. I, I just, in my opinion, I think there was an appetite for another wrestling company, but not necessarily another wrestling universe. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, Oversaturation. Yeah. And that's how I feel about that. Now, it, an interesting thing that Ari said on the call because they were asked about something completely separate. And he said, well, you know, we were supportive of ESPN picking up PFL, even though they carried the UFC rights. So maybe to me that indicates, maybe that's like a bat signal to WBD. Like, you know, you could get raw and keep AEW. However, the way that WDB is traditionally run is if you are on our network, you ain't having any other wrestling to the degree in which there is an MLW lawsuit ongoing because Fox wanted MLW on Tubi, which nobody even knows about, much less compares to Fox. So I guess what I'd like to know is do, you know, assuming that Vince doesn't have too much influence anymore, although on that he might still, but mm-hmm. because it's a Ari and Nick Khan, do you think they care if the dollar uh, number is right? So if they were on Warner Brothers on Monday and Dynamite is still there on Wednesday, do you think they care if they hit the figure that they're looking for? Uh, I think that with the right figure, anybody will change any night. And also, I think that if for some reason Raw ends up on like Wednesday, I think Dynamite would move to Monday. Now, what I'm saying is, do you think that Ari and Nick would care that AEW is there on the same network if Warner Brothers oh. is, is paying them their price? That's hard to say. I think Vince would have. 100% Vince would. I, I Ari and these, Nick, not as much. I don't, I don't think say. so either. Yeah, so it's it's very interesting. I'll be curious, because if anything, this might be an indication of how much influence Vince has left. Let's say a month from now they announce, hey, uh, TBS is getting raw. Yeah. Then that tells you Vince has no more influence. Really? Adam says, coming in late, sorry if this was asked, could NXT locking uh, out NWA on CW come up in the MLW lawsuit? I find that very hard to believe. NWA did it to themselves. Yeah. 
I find that very hard to believe. Trey Way says, Sean and Jimmy, do you plan on watching the Von Erichs movie? Uh, I was asked to come to the premiere today, actually, but it's in Dallas. Uh, you know, wasn't there weren't a lot of media opportunities there. MJF ain't going to be there, etc. Also, wish they returned Kyrie somewhere else. The place was silent for her. Yeah, but I think that was it was more of, it was of opportunity. It was the venue, all that. But I agree. And listen, she wasn't like a massive, massive star in WWE, and she this run will be better for her. Uh, in terms of sorry, in terms of the Von Eric thing, I read somewhere that Zach Efron is willing to work matches. Yeah, isn't that something? So I I I was a I'm a, I'm an eighties pro wrestling fan, and so uh, the Von Erichs, the Freebirds, I'm all about it. I will be seeing that movie. Yeah, I will be watching that movie as well. Mr. CJ Lilly, it is so great to see you back. He says, "Hi, hey guys, for a bit of fun with the Jarrah Show reunion last week on Dynamite. What's your favorite mashups of themes?" As Jericho's and Rated RKO are the only good ones I can think of. So best mashups. Ooh. Uh, the Adam Cole MJF one is great. Like, yeah, they were really, really good. There were a bunch, but I just really got to think about it, you know, but there were a bunch. Just can't. Like, I mean, Rated RKO comes to mind for sure. Or, or what about uh, Orton and uh, Matt Riddle? That was a pretty good one, too. Um, hmm. Yeah, I really got to think I mean, about it. Yeah. But I mean, the 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 one that that sticks out to me is MJF and Adam Cole. Like that one is is so good and it fits so well. Mikey Ruckus is really really good at that. Uh, I mean, if we're talking about ones that just aren't on like TV, somebody did a mashup a long time ago of Stone Cold Steve Austin and Razor Ramon's themes, and you realize oh, really? they were they were the same song. <laughs> it was the same damn song. Like that's it. I gotta look that up. Uh, we've got Matt Hennessy. This dude supports us so much. Matt, thank you so much. Says, going to make a prediction by Mania 40. Cody will be WWE champion. Sammy will be world heavyweight champion. The two most over baby faces in the company. Jimmy, I'm excited to hear about this because one, I do think Cody should be WWE champion at Mania 40. He should be. You know what? They should build a time machine and make him the WWE champion at Mania 39. Sammy Zayn was a guy I was looking at and saying, you know, he could face Rollins at WrestleMania for the world heavyweight title. However, what they did was they just did it in one night and made a main event for raw. Now I know a lot of people don't like hot shotting title matches. I love a big title match on WWE Monday night raw. It takes me back. I mean, I miss when Roman Reigns was defending the WWE t- the title on SmackDown for the love of God but I love a big, important match. It shows me that they're like, man, football can go to hell. Zach Zach Wilson can eat a butt. We're not letting him outdraw us, even though they will. Uh, But they don't punt on Mondays, and that's that's what I want to see. I want to see more of them throwing big matches at us and, and try to show us this is what you need to be watching on Monday. I mean, that's how it used to be. Not necessarily title matches, but they used to have the big money matches all the time. I I think it's cool to do it from time to time. I wouldn't do title matches all the time. But one thing I was hoping on Raw this week, if I'm being honest, I was hoping Sammy was going to win the title. Yeah, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have hated it. No, I was hoping he was gonna because with all due respect to Rollins, and it's not his fault because I think it's a creative thing. I feel like his title is stale, like his run is stale. And a lot of it is because the programs that he's had. If you think of every program that he's had, they were kind of thrown together like two weeks before a PLE. And so there hasn't been a story that he can really sink his teeth into, but his run, I feel has gotten stale and Sammy would have freshened it up. 
sure. but I under, I understand that they didn't do it, I guess, because they're going to be partners at war games. So, but uh, yeah, the, the raw needs a shot in the arm and, and, and maybe they could still go in that direction, but uh, they got to do something. Don says, is punk the devil in AEW? So I asked, and let me, it's funny. I've heard of a WWE wrestler asking people in AEW as well. Uh, but you know, that, the the biggest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. I think that would be a, an insane reveal. And somehow I'd get blamed for for reporting that Punk was fired or something. But I was told that it that people within the company know who is behind the devil mask. It is being closely guarded, so to speak. But people do know, and that if it was Punk, it would be a massive work on uh, VPs. Everybody. Yeah. wrestlers and a lot of other people who's to say it can't happen. I don't know, but uh, it would be a, a big work as well. Uh, we got Mike, the jeweler. <laughs> he, he always supports us so well too. Says AEW turning into all elderly wrestling. <laughs> I don't know why for some reason, AEW has lost its spark for me lately. seems like after Cody leaving and the whole CM pumpkin spice latte going crazy has lost the step. I was kidding about the punk question. Don't block me. Oh my God. Mike, I appreciate you so much. I, Mike, I really believe tonight is going to be a show that makes the AEW sort of going to return to their roots. That's how I feel looking at this show and the way that they've booked it, Jimmy. Daniel Garcia in a world title match, Keith Lee and Samoa Joe. That's an interesting match. Yeah, I think they're I think that they're doing stuff in order to be like, no, we promise we are what you loved. And there just isn't that WWE sucks appetite that there used to be because WWE has improved categorically and they're white hot right now. So I was going to ask you this question, uh, although you've already kind of addressed it. So 2023, for the most part, hasn't been great for AEW. I mean, they've done pretty well on pay-per-view. All In, obviously, was a big success. But otherwise, ratings are down year over year. Uh, Tickets, they've struggled to sell domestically. Collision has really struggled. Hasn't been a great year for them. One of the things I was going to ask you about is, and this is my opinion, and and so, uh, you know, maybe you might be more diplomatic than me, but you know I'm not diplomatic. I think Tony Khan needs to take a step back as the public face of AEW. I think that as the public face, I'm not talking as the owner and the booker, I'm talking as the public face. I think he's doing more harm than good for AEW in that position. So? so I'm going to give you a couple of, a couple of, uh, of examples. So one has to do with, and, and I have to be honest, the announcements. So last week, you and I did The List Goes On, which, which is our after show, FIFOSelect.com. Check it out, 4 o'clock Eastern time. And you said to me, hey, uh, Tony has an announcement this week. What do you think it's going to be on Dynamite? My response was, I don't care what it is. Because he's the boy who cried wolf. He does them every single week. And I said, I don't care. And then what did they do? The announcement was that it was the on-sale ticket date for All In. Yeah, I mean, all that you needed to say is we have an announcement about All In. Either that or you just don't hype it up on social media first. You just do it on the show, which is what WWE normally does. So it got pretty shit can by everybody on social media except for the loyalists that really had to stretch to try to defend it by saying well he didn't say huge announcement he said important announcement like they were trying to use semantics to 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 defend it most of the time those announcements are not successful every now and then they are most of the time they're not and i feel like this is something that you know hunter doesn't do this stuff vince doesn't never did this stuff tony always does this stuff 
Uh, and I understand he's younger than them and he's more ingrained in social media than those guys are. I get it. But I just don't see the benefit as a public face. And one thing I wanted to ask you is that I, I mean, no disrespect to him. I'm just asking, do you think much like Dixie Carter before him, he's becoming addicted to the spotlight and to being on television? No, I don't think he's becoming addicted to being on television, but I do draw a lot of comparisons to the announcements. I, I believe that because I remember one time when they promoted all over U.S. media and their YouTube geared towards U.S. people, they're like, huge announcement. And then they release a YouTube video and she goes, we are thrilled to announce our partnership with Sony 6 in India. Right. And everybody went, what? Right, right, right. Are you talking about? Um, I think you should just cool it on the announcements and we're good. Or just don't promote them. Well, the other thing is, I, I feel like, you notice how sometimes he'll put something on Twitter and a lot of people will really encourage him or really pump him up. And then he does a lot more of them. So it's like, for yeah. example, he made fun of Hunter being bald or something. And all these people were like, oh, I love this Tony. I love this Tony. And then he just kept going, taking shots at Vince, taking shots at Sean. Boom, boom, boom. But then after you're taking shots at Vince because of his allegations, you sign Ric Flair to a, to a, to a two-year contract. And look, yeah, I, I'll be honest with you, Sean. You know, I'm an old school guy. I was a fan of Ric Flair from the time that I was a little kid. And if I'm being honest, I still find him entertaining when he does interviews and talks about stories from the old days. Like I still find that entertaining. And I know that I do not fit AEW's target market, like in terms of profile. I'm not as aware about the social issues of today as, as younger people are. And you know, I'm definitely not as sensitive about the social issues of today, but I'm aware of their awareness. And so sure. when they announced that they signed Ric Flair, I knew yep. instantly this is going to be shit on hard. And it was, and it really looked bad on him because he was shitting all over Vince McMahon. So yes, yes, that's, right? that's exactly. So what exactly. were your thoughts on the, uh, on the Ric Flair signing? I thought it, I thought it looked bad considering the, the things that Tony had said about Vince. Now, um, that that's it. That's I thought it looked bad. Those are my thoughts. I thought it was ill advised. I can't imagine the positive or, or the negative publicity uh, and the merch sales and all that stuff. I can't imagine it being more of a long term positive than negative. You know what I mean? Just to have some footage of him, sell some shirts, put him in a video game, put some action figures out. Hope he right. doesn't die on the air. Well, and the thing about Rick too, and I got to tell you, like, you know, I, I know a lot of people in, in certain circles and I know a lot of people that are friends with Ric Flair and they talk nothing but good about him, how, how nice of a guy he is and everything. Mm -hmm. So I don't want to shit on Ric Flair, but is he a draw in his mid seventies? You know what I mean? Like, okay, people... so I got shit on a couple of weeks ago because people, there was somebody that said, oh, you jump at an opportunity to interview him. And I was like, no, I wouldn't. In fact, I've. I've turned it down. Jimmy, you happen to know that I turned it down last week. Yeah, I saw the email. Yeah. I, I turned it down last week because you got CC'd in the email as well. And the reason was like, I mean, we had a spot on we like J Jeremy covered one of his interviews. He's like, still going at 74. Woo! And Rick Flair or, and Jeremy followed up with Flair is currently 74 years old. Like I don't feel like I could get a good interview out of him. The only time I had ever expressed any interest was for a quote, not an interview, a quote about the 92 Royal Rumble for inside the Royal Rumble feature. And I had people say, oh, well, what about Vince? Well, no, if I couldn't ask about the allegations, I wouldn't do that interview. I'm sorry. That's how I feel. Triple H, Stephanie, 
Shane, Declan McMahon even, I would happily interview them. And then there were people that are like, well, you wouldn't ask them about the allegations? A little bit of a different situation. I don't hold, I'm not holding Bianca Belair or Declan McMahon or Shane McMahon responsible for Vince McMahon's actions. Hmm. That's the thing. I did an interview with Alberto Del Rio a couple of years ago because a person hit me up and they said, he will talk about anything. And within eight minutes, it was he and I screaming at each other because he lied and had no, no responsibility whatsoever. And that interview never made air as a result. Um, so like you, it's, it's also important to note that in a lot of those situations, when you're talking about media, talking to these people, they aren't depositions. They're not interrogations. They're almost always promotional interviews with the rare exception that somebody has done something so stupid and bad that they're trying to get their face out there again. And in that case, we're probably not going to be the ones to interview them because we don't want to do that at all. But uh, it's always a case by case basis. But in this case, I wouldn't want, I wouldn't have brought him in AEW and uh, I won't be doing any interviews with him. I'm just curious if they consider him a draw or, or like you said, if they're doing it because they want to be able to put him in the video game and, <laughs> and yeah, I don't know. I just, like I said, like I, I still find him entertaining when he does his interviews, but like if you're promoting him for dynamite, is that going to incent me to tune in more? So no, it wouldn't. Cause what's he going to do? Like you said, I don't want the guy to get in there. He was suggesting that he wants to take a bump shot. He better not. No, uh, no, James Stalling says I'm an AEW loyalist. And I think the announcement crap is getting old, but I will watch every week as long as I can. Well, listen, hey, you are happy to or are free to be loyal to what you're loyal to, but I, I appreciate the honesty there. Coming in late, sorry if it was asked. Could NXT be locking NWA or, or locking out NWA? Oh, never mind. We read that one. My bad. Uh, Jeffrey Wynn says reckless speculation on NWA and Billy knowing he screwed up announcing the CW shows before anything was signed. No, he said that he was in talks or closing in with a network. He didn't say anything about CW. That came from a report from House of Wrestling. So he didn't report anything like that. He was very vague, and he said that. But, I mean, really, until it's landed, I don't think there's any benefit of of saying that. No. Because then no. you pull the rug out from under yourself, and you remove yourself from leverage. So basically, he was talking to them, and WWE was talking to them, and they went with mm. WWE, basically. As far as we know now. And okay. March with Mike says, what happens to NWA now that the cocaine spot fumbled the bag? Which network do you see Monday Night Raw on, FX or NBC? Um, I think that if USA gets NBA, it's possible that they end up or Raw ends up on FX or NBC. Because, I mean, different sets of budgets there. NBC would be huge for Monday Night Raw. That would yeah. be. They're not going to do it. That would be like if they wanted something to go up against Monday night football, obviously it's not going to draw the same viewership, but yeah, the, I can't recall big. the, I can't recall who the individual was from Fox, uh, who, uh, uh, at a, at an event, he talked about how SmackDown fell, fell far short of their rights mm -hmm. ad rights. NBC is not going to take raw, especially when, Sure. What are they getting now? Like two fifty, two sixty a year, and and they're expecting. I don't know what the expectation is on a new deal, but they're looking for three hundred plus. Yeah, like they're not going to do it. Guys, we are about to wrap up. We are going to head over to FightfulSelect.com uh, today. I've had news on the MLW releases uh, in relation to AAA. We've got news. I mean, I, I straight up asked New Japan officials, "What do you think of CM Punk coming to New Japan?" And uh, so, some. 
Some news on that. Uh, we talked to him about Mercedes as well, Lone Star Shootout, a lot of the partnerships in wrestling. We're going to have a whole mess of New Japan news coming to Fightful Select today and tomorrow. So get that $5 in. Would they pair Rick with Andrade? No, I don't think so right now. Shirts and action figures, woo, and video game stuff. Right, yeah. Could an uninjured Adam Cole be the devil? Yeah, I mean, we haven't seen the devil for weeks and weeks and weeks. They could stretch. It's been two months or almost, it's been a month and a half since Adam Cole got injured. Right. So, Already, time goes by fast. There you go. Sheldon says, I think the problem with Seth's title run is the future of the people we want to see as world champion or should have been world champ already. I don't have a problem with this feud. I just want them to heat people up to the degree in which we go, oh, this person's going to beat him. Like, this person's going to win this. And they right. Drew was the closest. Drew was the closest, yes. but it was in Saudi. It wasn't going to happen. And and Nakamura was, like, doing mid-card stuff with Bronson, Reed, and Ricochet, like, literally a week or two before. <clears throat> Yeah. So it, it was just very difficult. I agree about heating people up and they need just better storytelling as opposed to, oh, hey, I want a shot at the belt. Like, do I agree. Dante says, is it possible they got Rick to get to Charlotte down the line? They do not need Rick to get to Charlotte. Charlotte is her own woman. She will make her own decisions. Uh, but that just that just won't. won't and be Charlotte's not stupid. She's not dumb. Yeah. So she she's going to she's going to take the best deal for herself. Do you think uh, Daniel Garcia and Keith Lee win the titles on Dynamite? I would kind of like to see MJF cost Samoa Joe the the ROH title to further their feud. Um, and but I don't think Daniel Garcia is winning the AEW title. No, I mean it would be it'd be a major moment in AEW if they just randomly decided to put the put the title on Daniel Garcia. But if they Never do, if they do, I think that. MJF wins it back like Saturday or something, uh, something like that. But, oh, we got one more in. Ryan says, what's the latest on Julia with WWE? A lot of conflicting news out there. PW Insider reporting one thing, Meltzer reporting the another. It's somewhere in the middle, <laughs> actually. Uh, the only thing I was able to confirm was WWE has interest in Julia. I was outright told that. I have not heard or confirmed anything about her being at the Performance Center anytime soon. I don't know if that's going to be the case or not, but if Julia could adjust her style in a way that doesn't knock the shit out of talent in America, she would be a big, big get. Great pickup. Possibly the biggest women's Japanese pickup that they've ever had. And when all is said and done, maybe the biggest Japanese acquisition that they've ever had based on how she could be booked in the future. That's she how speaks Italian too, yeah? She's I Italian, believe Japanese? so. Yeah, I believe so. But I mean, she's she's a wonderful, wonderful talent. How's your guys? We, uh, I don't know, uh, okay. guys. We are back here tonight for AEW Dynamite. We got one more. Mike the Jeweler hit us up with one more as we wrap up. Seems like Ari wind and dined Vince, and we'll kick him out like a bad one night stand. I said that he bang bust Vince. That's yeah. what he did. Mustache McMahon about to get it rock. Good God, Mike. <laughs> Thank God you give us a lot of money. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This is hopefully Ari uses Bluetooth. I guarantee Jesus. you, if, if Vince was watching this, aside from the fact that he's the, the butt end of the joke, if he was watching this, he'd be laughing. That's that's right up his alley. Jesus. Mike, I've got to cut you off, buddy. I've got to <laughs> cut you off tonight. We are back here tonight. Uh, we are heading over to FightfulSelect.com. Thank you guys so much. You guys really showed out for these super chats tonight. Uh, we are out.
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.